Hello and welcome to Side Dish, a podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Ozumpa. And I am Brady Steffel. Hey Brady, how you doing? I'm holding on, man. I'm holding on. Yeah, I'm holding on. How you doing? I'm <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> Any exciting, uh, wonderful things going on this past weekend? Other than the uh, Well, the 4th of July. <laughs> the 4th of July. There's a thing here I didn't tell you about before we started. But, uh, <laughs> they put out a notice, the city put out a notice that says, if it leaves the ground, it's illegal. Uh, <laughs> how do you think we did? Uh, oh, I, I bet you it was just crazy. Green. I was talking with somebody from the city earlier today, and I just thought, my gosh, the calls had to be insane. Don't God. you think? No, I saw uh, the police whizzing by the neighborhood um, a lot. They were just buzzing around the block. Here, here, Scyther and Jan, I don't know who they were trying to find and what the heck was going on, but boy, did they, they were all over the place. And I, like, yeah. what do you do? There was everywhere. There was a couple houses down and then across the block and then down the block. And then, yeah, what are you going to do? You know? Yeah. No, I think it was just a lot of pent up frustration by a lot of people who thought, what the heck? I'm going to light off everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't lit fireworks in years. You know, when our kids yeah, were older, I, when our kids were young, we used to do it in the, you know, we used to light some fireworks to go buy them here and then light them in the street. And, yeah. and then our neighbors across the street took over that tradition and started doing that kind of like a little fireworks display. And then this year I was like, you know, I told my wife, I said, I got to light something on fire. So uh, I went out and got a few fireworks. So it was kind of fun. Uh, nice. yeah. You and everybody else. There was a video of LA that was just like pleading with people to stop lighting off fireworks. And it was nuts. The whole city was blown up. It was unbelievable. I, I don't know if they, what happened? But there was a lot of that going on this year, more than most years. <laughs> so there, there was somebody on the internet who was like, uh, a week ago, I just tried to look up when the post was, but he's like, when, what's, what's with all the, the loud banging happening every night at 9 o'clock in Clover Basin? And the guy's like, it's, it's uh, you know, it's fireworks. <laughs> oh, it seemed really regular. So yeah, the sun goes down. And there's another guy that's like, July 1st, he's like, why – why are people shooting off fireworks late at night all of a sudden? I live, you know, in Northwest Longmont. Why, why? It's like, dude, it's July 1st. Like, this, this is every year people do this. Um, and, I, you know, I don't love all the noise and the dogs lose their minds. Uh, the one is terrified and runs into the basement and curls up in a corner and stuff. But I'll tell you, we had a lot of illegal stuff going on. It was amazing. I mean, it was just like stuff. I'm like going, did they really sell this in Wyoming? I mean, it blows my mind. I mean, when I was yeah. a kid, we used to get like pop bottle rockets and that was the extent of some yeah. of the stuff. And, but I mean, these are all out like amateur fireworks. <laughs> oh, I saw some really, yeah. I saw stuff that could make it into an actual fireworks display a yeah. couple of times. Not, not real often, but somebody yeah. on Bone Farm was setting something, something powerful off. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. all right. <laughs> so that's that was the big news my brother came over we hung out that was good saw the neighbor kids and stuff we're all running around it was everybody's having a good time but um yeah so speaking of uh everybody having a good time people were having too much of a good time recently and the governor said uh no more bars to be open as i understand it yeah about this yeah yep. yep indeed yep so bars for a while and uh i think they're going to hold back on the idea of the kind of that third phase i know it was safer at home but they were moving to a third phase and mm -hmm. they're hoping to open kind of larger venues and larger spaces and that's obviously not that's not gonna nope. happen so. people do not want to wear masks especially when they're doing that kind of stuff and like i understand you know i don't want to wear one either but that's kind of how you prevent spread so um people were being a little naughty i guess you go out to the nightclub to the bar you get a little too close i mean you've been drinking you know it's you, you got i'll just give my you know 
Well, but you get some amorous 21-year-olds out there. I mean, you know, come on. You know, what are they going to do? So yeah. get a few drinks in them. And I'm sure they're going to start, yep. you know, not social distancing. So, of course, yep. yeah. It's kind of stuff. Yep. I will tell you that on July 4th, so we're sitting there, like, talking with some neighbors. And they kept kind of coming closer. And I kept stepping back. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, let's all remember this. And, and then we have a new guy who just moved in here as a vet. Um, he and his uh, girlfriend are, are vets, actually both vets. And so they moved into this house across the street, he comes over to me and we start talking. He goes, Hey, he sticks out his hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm not shaking your hand. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fascinating. It's strange days. Yeah, for sure. But, um, I mean, you get people, once you start drinking and everybody gets all close, you slightly overfill the bars and it's, I mean, it's, it's the perfect recipe to, to spread this thing around. So numbers have upticked. And then the governor said, Hey, now I guess there's some regulations. You can reopen if the county's numbers are low enough and you have enough treatment capacity, enough bed capacity, there's some other stuff going on. So, ah, it ain't easy. It ain't simple. Uh, so are you saying now we've gotten from a statewide kind of strategy? Now we're micro strategy, like counties and pretty soon it'll yeah, be blocks. Basically. Like your block is safe. You can do this. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> no, I think it was just uh, sort of a reaction to like, yeah, you can, you can be open and there are places that are doing it well and there are places that are not. And so you wind up with um, decisions being made about how to deal with that. So they say county by county, they're going to say who is, um, who's keeping case numbers down. I know Longmont's higher than Boulder. So I don't know if that, yeah. you know, maybe the city, but so then you say, okay, well, if you can get your numbers down, if you have treatment capacity, testing capacity, bed capacity, then you can open back up. You have to follow guidelines. So that's kind of what's happening next. And it seems like a decent plan. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, and more, more COVID news. Yeah. 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 Main yeah, Street. What- Main Street. Yeah, you know, you're going to segue over to Main Street, so yeah, go for it. Perfect segue. Yeah. So I was driving back from Denver today and uh, decided to drive down the, the Main Street, the, <laughs> the Main Street, uh, because I knew that they were going to be closing off lanes for this whole, there's a name for it, what the heck's it called? They came up with a new, <clears throat> you remember? Uh, Safer at Home? No, yeah. it was something else new. Um, Boy, can't find my notes. Can't remember. But anyway, so yeah, so they shut it down. Because so they said, yeah, they said, oh, what we're going to do is we're going we're to have two lanes of traffic total on, uh, on Main Street in a certain area. So between basically between 2nd and 6th, they're going to make it one way either way. Um, and that means cutting out the, the parking. So I don't think there's any parking. And then also the lane. And while I was down there today, they were actually putting up concrete barriers uh, to, keep, what, to keep you in your lane. I mean, you, you have to do something, right? Because if you've got somebody sitting at a table two feet away from a diesel pickup or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. It just yeah. gets squashed pretty quick. Well, and then imagine the speed is going to be reduced significantly. Oh, I mean, if you think about that, you're going to go through that. I know that uh, there's another, you know, like 17th in Maine. They've had that one lane shut off, and that's just a, a pain mm-hmm. in the butt to get through. So I can't imagine, um, you know, what this is going to be like. And again, it's going to take an adjustment. People will figure out that they go down Kimbark or Kaufman, but, yeah. but it'll take a while. Well, they can circumvent that. I mean, if you're going to do a big drive through town, you, I guess you could go up County Line or go all the way over to Hover. or Exactly, yeah. But there's nothing else through the middle of town. I mean, living in the middle of town, it's like, all right, what I want to do now is I'm at, I mean, there's no reason you'd go from Safeway to the North King Supers. But if you wanted to do that, it, it stinks because you can only really go up on Main Street. So you, jog you know, it's funny. Up. Would you welcome a bypass if they had one? So in other words, would you, if you came into town and you could go to... 
I don't know, just pick an, an area, maybe around the museum, and you could go out to Oxford Road, and mm-hmm. you could take a bypass out County Line and wrap all the way around and get to North, you know, like North Main Street, like around the Walmart, and head out to Berthet or whatever on 287. Would you take that if you it's, were doing that? Would I take, like, if I was driving? Like, if you were just coming, like, just say you're coming from Broomfield, and you come on Longmont, yeah. you know, would you do I that? absolutely take yeah. that. There's yeah. so many traffic lights on 287 yeah. from, yeah. I mean down by Pike, all the way up through town. It's a pretty clean shot until you hit uh, Ken Pratt. But then once you get north of that, then it's like, what, first, second, third, and then like almost every light, every every street up through Maine. You know, this is um, why our listenership just keeps increasing is because we talk about hot lights. topics like this. Hot all right, let's stop like, talking about traffic patterns. <laughs> no, no, let's talk about lights. Where are there lights again? Let's see, 17th of Maine, 21st, 23rd. Anyway, 23rd. No, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. But and, it's uh, funny because, it, you know, some people might say, gosh, you know, that's really cool. But like Bertha, Lafayette, all had bypasses. They used mm-hmm. to, 287 used to go through both of those towns. But then mm-hmm. it kind of changed their downtown. So while it's kind of cool, it's also maybe a detriment too. So it's, it's, it is a tough situation because of the push that they've had to grow that area and the growth that we've seen just in the front range in general, not just Longmont. Yeah. Uh, traffic increase, you know, increases when you have more people. And so you've got more businesses that are like outdoor friendly bars and walkables and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you've got all these extra cars going through too. And then you wind up with knuckleheads with really loud vehicles or doing the whole coal rolling thing, which I won't get into today, but <laughs> come on, please. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's one so, of the things I worry about when you got the tables outside, right? By the concrete barriers of some yeah. chucklehead decides to, delay a, a thick cloud of black smoke out there, you know, what are you going to do about that meatballery? Not that you're going to be able to, mind you, because you're not going to have a clean stretch of road to rev anything up. No, no. If it's anything like it was when I was down there just getting through today as they were setting up, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, be really slow. rare. It'd be yeah. really rare. Let's just say that. And, you know, and again, not to go down this rabbit hole a little bit, but, but people always, I mean, I hear this from people all the time. Like, why can't Longmont just block off 287? It'd be like Boulder and, yeah. You know, and, and that's a really nice idea, but the fact is, is that there aren't very many successful malls out, outdoors. Boulder's one of them. And then I always think about Fort Collins. I mean, Fort Collins has a huge stretch from, you know, college goes all the way from Harmony Road, all the way outside of town. And, you know, it's a major thoroughfare. And yet that downtown is vibrant and yeah. they have people sitting outside, they have restaurants and granted it's a college town. So there's a little difference there, but again, you can have, you can have 287 and you can have an active yeah. downtown restaurant scene. I don't think you, you need to block off the street. To have no, I, I guess my biggest complaint about that corridor is just that people are, are pretty disrespectful at times about yeah. what's going on down there. Cause if you are yeah. rolling coal, yeah. I mean, just blasting soot in people's lunches or like, you know, thinking everybody wants to listen to your sweet ride. It's like, man, people come down here for like the opposite of that. It's a nice outdoor and it, it's a beautiful spot, but it, it is also the highway. So it's you're always going to be pulling back and forth on that. And so I, I decided know. we're going to have a drinking game pretty soon on our podcast listenership. They're actually, and every time you say rolling coal, everybody's like, all right, <laughs> and drink like a shot of vodka. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so, um, so anyway, that's going on. And uh-huh. then, so I think it's, is it, is it just a few days or are they just doing it now until whatever? Cause I, I think remember. they're just like for the doing foreseeable yeah. future or until yeah. it fails catastrophically. Yeah. Um, We'll see. I'm really interested to see what the community says about this one. Um, all for my own opinions in my own time right now as an experiment. I'm interested to see where it goes. But yeah. um, 
geez, in in a week or a month or six months or something, I'm I'm very interested to see yeah what the opinion is of this because it's I think going to make traveling through there kind of terrible. It uh, will be interesting, guess. that's for sure. I think it's a really cool idea because I think mm-hmm. giving the restaurants an added space and feeling like giving restaurant past- patrons. Mm-hmm. Like a, an idea of safety, because if you just like said, "Hey, we're going to close off the lane," but yet a truck could go barreling through there, I think that would freak people out. So yeah, I'm kind of glad to hear. And... I'm glad to hear that they're doing the barriers, but it's yeah. but for the cars that are actually stuck there, hopefully they'll figure out a different. I way think to it's around. pretty Bauhaus down there with all that concrete. <laughs> it's, so, it's really brutal. It's very East Berlin. Yeah, it is. It's really got a, a brutalist feel to it. <laughs> it it's really like poured concrete. Like wow. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. I would say it diminishes from the charm a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, maybe we'll have a contest to beautify it or something like that. That would um, be that would be a thing to do because if you do this on a longer term basis and they yeah. say, "Hey, you can paint our barricades," that would actually yeah. be kind of cool. That'd be that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the city council, if you're listening, who knows? Who yeah, knows? Paint, paint them up. So I wanted to mention the La Madeline, the restaurant um, mm. at the Village of the Peaks, was torn down. I was just shocked to see that there's – it's just gone. I mean, new construction just blown up. And so yeah, I know you mentioned, on a previous, you mentioned on a previous episode that we were getting a Raising Cane's yep. at least. And so I'm guessing Raising Cane's said, eh, we don't want the French classic style. We want to just blow that up. And Yeah. I'm assuming much like a Pizza Hut or a McDonald's, they've got their the thing yeah. that they want. They've got a yeah. style. You go in, you recognize it. Um, and probably uh, uh, a repurposed French cafe is not the vibe they're going for. <laughs> is that the vibe well, they were looking for? I'm I'm with you. That this looked brand new. It was open for what three months or something? Just like oh, it was short. Yeah, maybe uh, a, maybe six months to a year. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I never went. I can't eat. Yeah, most of that yeah. stuff anyway. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's like okay, well that that's abrupt. Um, Bank of America is over there now. If you're driving by, you can see. I know. I saw that nice building. Nice yep. building. Yeah. Again, looks like a Bank of America. Pretty yeah. recognizable, so I get yeah. I get the branding, but uh, it is a little sad to see something just get ripped out that's brand new, and then eh, we'll build this. So yeah. whatever. Let's see. And you were going to mention Union Reservoir. Yeah, Union Reservoir Swim Beach reopens July sixth, so that would be today, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yep. So they're opening today with a fifty person capacity. So we'll see how that works. Much like all of this, people say eh, it's kind of close to fifty. What if I'm just fifty five? You know, um, which is a struggle because you you get all geared up, you go over there, and then rip, rip, rip. so who knows if they're going to get real nitpicky on that? But um, oh, here we go. Once the fifty person capacity has been reached, no other swimmers will be allowed on the beach until someone leaves. So I guess you get to go and just line up to wait to go into the the reservoir. Uh, open 10 to 6, no open water sk- swims are scheduled, the dog and the fishing pier areas are closed. Uh, you can you can call them up, 303-772-1265 if you want more info. So And I believe they're open for boating, so you can take a boat. You can do yeah, I'd imagine something like that over there. Yeah. socially distanced well enough if yep. you only got your, your quarantine <clears throat> on the boat, then uh, <laughs> no harm, no foul. I heard Macintosh is just crazy too. I mean, it's just yeah. like nuts as far yeah. as the usage. You can't even find parking around there anymore. That's what I've heard too. I, my heart goes out a little bit to the people who live there and are just used to normal life and then <laughs> show up and it's like, hey. It's a park. This, yeah, yeah it's, I hear it's nice up here. It's like, holy smokes. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. So yeah, I, we're all doing the best we can trying to figure out what to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? Um, my news is the Longmont Museum is opening soon. So is they're going to reopen soon. Yeah. That's, uh, I do not have the information at hand, but if you do a song and dance, maybe I can figure it out. So 
Um, I'll do a song and dance. Well, I'll talk about um, the Times Call reports that the story couple who ran Ellen's Bed and Breakfast is going to shut up shop after 27 years in business. So, yeah, a little sad, but they said, hey, we're, we're in our 80s now. So, it's, it's just kind of the next phase here for us. So, I don't know that it's necessarily COVID-related. They were on the 700 block of Kimbark, been running for 27 years, I think I mentioned already. Um, they said, yeah, it's just been, it's been a long time. She said, I'm getting tired of climbing up and down these steps, and I can't blame her. Yeah. I mean, no. after 27 years of work doing that and, uh, you know, hitting their 80s, um, I'm sure you want a, want a rambler at that point. I don't know if that yeah. was like for a great bed and breakfast. <laughs> and they had a really interesting idea, too. They were doing a uh, – they actually stopped doing breakfast. Because they were just like, you know, there's so many places around town. Oh, okay. they're just like, you know, you don't need to do breakfast because, you know, it's kind of like, I can't remember. The, I think they said bed and then go to breakfast is kind of the thing they were encouraging people to do. So oh. it was kind of interesting. Yeah. So, well, I will yeah. say that while you're looking for your info, uh, our friends at Clandestine Amigo yeah. uh, did, a, did part of the concert series as part of the museum's Facebook page, Finger Ringer Ringer. So, um, this was uh, like a week ago, but the concert was at 7.30. Um, and I see, I think you can still find it. Yeah. Check, check longmontpublicmedia.org slash watch. And you can see if you can find that there. So they're doing other stuff too, um, which is a cool event for the town. I mean, geez, it's people that want to go see live music. This is... I know. Yeah. You know, the All right. I found it. Gosh, can you believe it? I can't believe not, it. Not really the way I've seen you use a computer. I know. It's kind of crazy. How long my museum will reopen its doors on July 7th, 2020, after being closed since mid-March due to COVID-19. Um, precautions to keep you safe. Um, I tried to find this on their website, but I really couldn't find it. This is an email that I was sent. Um, so it's uh, temporary reopening hours will be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Um, museum will be closed Sunday and Monday. Uh, let's see, visitors three and older, older are required to wear masks at the museum. They'll have disposable masks ready. Um, and then they have some special exhibit. But, you know, we'll have some information about the show notes. I'm actually looking at this, this special exhibit. It's called Because the World is Round. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it looks kind of cool. It looks like all, let's see, a celebrated artist, Terry Maker. Um, I'm trying to read this real quickly so we don't sit here with dead air, but uh, there's nothing really that I can extrapolate from this, but basically it's sculpture, it looks like. So, well, wasn't hot. that informative? You know, side yeah. dish, always the number one on information here. So. Thank you. We got the scoop on this one. You did. I'm just making stuff up, and it yep. uh, looks like sculpture. Yeah. Looks like sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's some art down at the museum. <laughs> if you guys want to see uh, art or whatever. Hey, uh, it's cool. Down. Yeah, it's back open, so that's pretty it's, cool. Uh, Eric Hozempa approved. That's uh, right. It is. Look, look is. at the art. <laughs> look at the art. The COVID. Yeah, There's at least the COVID. one to three yeah. art down there. <laughs> we know of uh, at least a sculpture. Hey, um, I have to mention, too, another thing that I noticed. On County Line Road, like after 17, between 17th and 9th, it looks like. Mm -hmm. or maybe it's south of 17th. There is actually a, they're doing construction over there. And what appears to be a trail from, say, the east of Longmont to Union, there's like really? a sidewalk over there. And they're digging out like a, almost it looks like a tunnel or something like that underneath the ground. And maybe it's just like 
a trench to do storm drainage or something like that. But then I was looking off to the distance and there also seems to be a trail over there. Mm. So people are probably yelling at me going, it's some, you know, it's probably has some name trail. It's probably the green trail and I don't know about it, but I was shocked to see it. So I have to do a little exploration on that, but we will, yeah. we'll do Did that you, on a future episode. But I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I will say they, they are digging holes around here for all kinds of reasons. I'm not sure they're doing some water pipe replacement or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's actually wild. They dig a super huge hole. It's, you know, 10, 15, 20 feet wide and then almost as deep again. And then they just have like some weird iron tube and like a, like a, what looks like a fire hose that goes in. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But I went over there thinking, oh, you're going to dig this big trench. And no, there's like, they're feeding some what looks like a fire hose into the ground. And I'm just like, I don't understand any of this. Um, well, you know, in, in technology with infrastructure and Brady's, this is Brady's moment right here. Five minutes with Brady and technology and infrastructure. I don't get it. I don't I just yeah. figure you're going to put a pipe in the ground and you're going to rip the whole ground open. Well, that's not the case. I don't know how any of this stuff works. I don't either. I so, will tell you that I sat in three cycles of light, so I need to talk to my friend Phil um, oh. over the city because I was over at the – they have a new median now on the turn lane on Ken Pratt and Main and Ken Pratt and Main Street. Yeah. So if you're going north on Main Street and you want to turn left onto Ken Pratt, there's a new turn lane there. And the light was so short. Oh, that's been – I had to terrible. sit there for like three cycles yeah. to get across – Three cars go through? Yeah. Well, not even that because it blinks yellow and then there's no way for a car to go across in yellow because, you know, there's so much traffic coming south. So I'm thinking to myself, this is some probably just maniacal plan by the city to, to force us not to go on Ken Pratt. So they want us to go like east and, you just know, get a turbo put in your So we'll have to check with Phil about what the, what the real plan is there. So it's interesting. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I mean – that those lights, the turn lights, um, if you're going north or south on Main, onto and off of like the Ken Pratt thing, uh, those can be pretty rough. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I've had it where it's two cars should go through and about five or six do, and they're all just like pushing some like some poor octogenarian through, like just like a <laughs> super slow caterpillar just like creeping on through the thing, and it's like oh boy, yeah. So. Um, yeah, we just get to fill that. Maybe he's got a reason for doing that. He wants to keep everybody in the city. I really do think it's and... like it's some sort of uh, really uh, desired plan to like force Ken Pratt. Actually, I do I kind of wonder on some geeky level mm -hmm. whether it is aimed at trying to keep suppression on traffic on Ken Pratt at certain hours because Ken Pratt is just difficult in the afternoon. There's no way. It's no, just, it's, it's one that I avoid in the afternoon. So. Yeah, I do too. And like you, you dream up your crazy routes through town and I wind up on Boston a lot driving through town and it's like, yeah, and then you're like, okay. And I can never remember the exact map because you do this like stair stepper thing through, mm -hmm. you know, and then you get to the bridge and it's just like, holy smokes yeah. as you're going through uh, toward main street. And that, that gets to be a lot. So <laughs> I don't know those lights, even if you're going North, you're going the other way. Those, that, that light's still bad. It, some of them are better than they used to be. I think they threw a sensor in there or something, but it, it was just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to two grown men uh, grouse about We, we will. We'll grouse lights. about traffic. That's what we do. That's what Eric's we do here. go outside and yell at the clouds here in just a minute. I am. I am. I just like, let me yell. I didn't yell actually at the fireworks place because uh, fireworks revelers because I was one of them. So, yeah. You know. I mean, you kind of just grit your teeth if you don't like it. What, what are you yeah. going to do? I, you really are venturing into the yelling at clouds territory if you go and try to chafe your neighbor about it. It's like, well, what, what are you going to do? I mean, that's right. 
you know, it's the 4th of July. People have their fun. Um, you might not like it. The dogs certainly don't, but, um, <laughs> so I got a question for you. I don't know if we got any news left or a, no, I'm, I'm totally done with Buzz, okay, so there's so, probably no events to speak of whatsoever. So. Uh, if you want an event, go online and find a, a concert, That's right. I guess. That's Virtual sure event. Yeah. So there's another posting on uh, the internet that was uh, going, UFOs in Longmont? Uh, Are there like, UFOs in Longmont? Wow, didn't know. I, I was going to get your take, because you said, <laughs> I've been in Colorado a few years now, recent to Longmont, though. I've noticed a lot of weird lights in the sky, small white dots that look like stars, but they move unnaturally. Wondering if this is normal because the airbase nearby, or you know, it's aliens. And he puts aliens in goofy caps. You know that he's like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> like, um, I gotta say, anything that's just like lit and flying probably is not gonna look natural to begin with because it's no, it's no. not. It's no. man-made. <laughs> no. in here. Um, I'm not a UFO I, guy. What do you know? Longmont's UFOs. You know, I don't really know, but all I have to say is that I always laugh that the pictures are always blurry, even now, yeah. with uh, really good cameras. You know, it's still, we can't seem to take a clear picture of something. Yeah. And, uh, it's not the camera. You know, I, it's, I, it's just as, the, as, as Carl Sagan used to say, you know, I'd be thrilled if there were, you know, people who wanted to visit us from outer space, but, you know, in all the years that we've been here, or we've never found one transistor, one you know, basic component from a UFO or anything. Oh, that's and, what they, maybe that's what they want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, let's not do this. Yeah. I don't want to, people want to think that I'm like some conspiracy theory. No, 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 no. It's not like that. Uh, just being devil's advocate. But yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Um, people were like, is you sure it's just not like an airplane? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Basically. I love some of those old photos. Like there was one with a, it was like a flying saucer, but it was basically a hubcap. Oh yeah, somebody so threw in the air. Threw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a hubcap. And what was it about the lockness? Let me get a photo. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna start a chain letter. There's this hurl of hubcap. It's like whoa. <laughs> and the two brothers, I think they did the lockness monster. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, that picture. So they finally disclosed that they made it all up, and they did yeah. something. I don't know how they did it, but but it was all made up, and yeah, yeah. it was just hysterical. Yeah. Well, it's, usually, usually the most logical explanation is. Yeah, it's, it's one you not actually, down. yeah, if people have been looking for the Loch Ness Monster and something that's not really that big for this long, probably it's not there. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the, I it was a comedian or what, said, um, yeah, it's, it's not that people can't take a picture of Bigfoot. It's just that he's just like blurry. <laughs> blurry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's, people go out and look for him. I mean, that's hey, right. it's Why not? pretty harmless. It's pretty harmless. So yeah. by all means, yeah. you want to go look yeah. for UFOs or whatever. And that's right. Can, We'll leave you to your hobby. Have some, fun. Yeah, have some fun. Oh, man. Well, hey, should we uh, close this out? Yeah. Let's, let's not talk about traffic lights anymore. Oh, come on. Absolutely. So, you know, I love talking about traffic. You'd like Yeah, to. I could grouse about traffic for hours. You <laughs> could talk about traffic for hours. Um, as always, want to thank Andy Epler for our intro music. Thanks to Clandestine Amigo for um, the frame for this week's music. And as always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your pod content. Reach out to us, reach out to us at info at sidedishlongmont.org. Thanks, Brady. Thanks, i
Night, I dreamt about a world. People and colors of this world. Every.